I'm Logan. I'm Ryan. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. We uh, only took like a month-long hiatus. So, without even finishing season two. (laughs) (laughs) There's a... Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that happened in that about month long. I think I was sick for what almost two weeks. Yeah. And I still ain't right. Um and then what we had Easter, we had I felt like well, we had I, I another get together. We've recorded for since our birthday, man. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking I think there was a birthday in there somewhere <laughs> mm. so but okay real quick before we jump into the episode what we were talking about before we did the intro how far away are we from amazon doing what facebook does with the ad recognition and suggestions on things you might like to buy um, I mean, it already does that, but it doesn't necessarily force feed it to you kind of the way Facebook does. I, when Amazon has its first phone, like an iPhone type of thing, then we'll be there. So, uh, yeah, uh, you might even get like if you are. You think they'll offer like a cheaper version of the phone that has like ads? Yeah. That's Amazon's thing. Like, oh, if we can put ads on it, then we'll sell it to you for $100 cheaper. So, um, but to put a time frame on it, five years. You think they'll wait until they've absolutely worked out most of the... Because that could really sink you if you put something like that out there and it just completely failed. I mean, it's not going to sink Amazon, but they could take a big hit off of that, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So... So, I'm... I feel like I'm not being very enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I mean, we can jump into the episode. The heat I has just... drained every ounce of energy I had <laughs> for the day. Yeah, we really need to get that seatbelt fixed so you got an air-conditioned car. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I mean, I was only out in it for, a, like, maybe an hour. So, but... Yeah, oh my god. Like, I felt fine when I left and I went to go to the store. I had to go buy some some travel-sized stuff because, like, I'm I'm in, like, this panic about going to New York. Cause Are I've you flying? Flown. Yes. I've never flown. Well, I mean, luckily it's just to New York, man. It's not, it's not that long. Yeah, but I also can't not take, like... I can't not have my allergy meds. So I was like, well, what do I do about that? You know, what do I do about, um, like having, uh, deodorant or are you just taking a carry on or are you going to check a bag? No, I'm just taking a carry on. Okay. So if you're going to check a bag, man, just put it all in the bag. <laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't going to check a bag. So, I'm only going to be there for two days. It seems stupid to pack a lot of shit. No, I mean, I agree with you. You could, technically, all you need is some socks, some underwear, and, you know, toiletries. You could technically get away with, like, two pairs of clothes. So, I mean, but if you're going to go out to... somewhere nice, you definitely I packed need... some nice clothes. I'm going to wear my jeans. I packed some nicer clothes. I will probably... You could probably buy with jeans for both days, just the same pair. <laughs> so... Um, but like I buy, I tend to buy things in larger sizes cause you get them cheaper per, you know, right ounce or whatever. So like 
I which I just had to go buy like a travel size bottle of like head and shoulders because they don't sell the shampoo I have to use as travel size. I mean, un- unfortunately, the everybody calls it chemo, but it's not chemo. But the treatments I still have to take cause problems. So like I have to use special soap and special shampoo and special conditioner. And so uh, I get the shampoo thing. I need to start using, I guess, whatever you're using. But ever since what, when I went through the chemo 20 years ago, I can't get rid of dandruff, man. It don't go away. Yeah. So if I don't put lotion on my arms and stuff, they just, I mean, it's like they suck up moisture. It's like I turned into a sponge. So, yeah, like I I started kind of freaking out about that, which I can get by for a couple of days with just like regular crappy dandruff shampoo. But I can't use just regular shampoo like you get in the hotel. Like if I do that, I'm just be walking around New York scratching. Yeah, I can't use regular soap. So like I'm going to walk around New York looking like I'm a crackhead because I'm just going to be scratching everywhere. So, so yeah, I was freaking out about that. Um, but fortunately, I just Googled some stuff, and I was like, oh, well. And I, I didn't know this, but I couldn't find any. But you can buy travel size clear plastic containers and put, like, yeah, in them. So, I looked for some, but I didn't see them. So it just can't like, be oh. over so many, like, ounces right. for you to carry it on board with you. So that's why I just, I was like, well, I can get by with just regular like head and shoulders for a couple of days. So, um, anyway, yeah. So I went out to do that and like just walking around and then get back in my car and driving back to the house. I was like walking inside. I was just like, God, I'm so tired. Like what? <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Like, you know. Out in the You're at a higher altitude too, aren't you? I mean, a little, not a ton. So, um, but anyway, so we're <laughs> finally getting around to talking about not even the finale of Mr. Robot season two, but hey, we're close pen, though. Yeah, the penultimate episode. I don't know if we're going to be able to get uh, our uh, our wrapper upper. Yeah, I was trying to think of a nifty little <laughs> phrase for um on for the finale. Keeper of the finale. <laughs> yeah. Um cause honestly, I don't think either one of us have talked to her and the brains oh. behind the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, uh Jess yeah, I haven't I, talked to her since yeah, I haven't talked to Jess since last time we talked to her. <laughs> yeah. I know she's been up with, she's been dealing with her uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which is actually probably, well, I don't watch all the CW shows, but these last few episodes, man, it's like the best show on the CW. <laughs> uh, I still think Black Lightning is pretty high up there, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're talking about Mr. Robot season two, episode Nine or eight or ten? <laughs> no, it's definitely not ten. No, it's there's either... twelve episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's either eight, nine, or ten. You're right. So, it's ten. I'm pretty sure it's ten. So depending on how you look at it, though. Well, I'm looking at it how Amazon labels it. When I go to it, it says season two, episode ten, <laughs> and then the title says like block. Whatever point something or another. Right? Hold on, I'll tell you. Let's see. You might hear my TV clicking, sorry. It's 2.8. Yeah, 2.8, but it's actually season 2, episode 10. But if you count the premiere as one episode, because it aired as one episode, it's actually episode 9. We go through this every every time we talk about this season because no not the other two seasons don't have the two parters 
So it makes it a little bit easier. Like it says it's episode eight, but it's actually episode nine because we started with zero. But this has a zero part one and a zero part two. So it makes it episode 10. It says <laughs> it's episode eight. But if you count the two parter as uh, one, episode, one episode, it's actually episode nine. So, Do you think that he did that on purpose? I don't know. That That's worse than like. That's but there's worse people than out there that will things. obsess about this. Like. I do I mean, all the time. Yeah, I, I haven't really obsessed about it, but like you said, every week we've gone through this. Just about, it's crazy. So, but I mean, you know, and maybe he's someone who would obsess about something like that. So he did it just as a joke to himself, you know. So every time he saw it, he would just get a giggle going. They don't even know what episode they're watching. <laughs> I mean, and, and like it, and uh, if I sound upset, I'm not upset. It's not a thing that upsets me. It's just like that is so convoluted in a way that it doesn't have to or need to be. But I understand why, you know, like uh, it's just, it is what it is. So, <laughs> hidden process. The penultimate episode of Mr. Robot Season 2 um, is, uh, I mean, I feel like we said this a lot about this season, but this season is a setup season. Like, it is the, the calm, not that it's a calm season, but the calm before the storm. Like, you know, you open with this, that first season and like, all that stuff happens, you know, you, you kill off who you think is a main character. You, you reveal like the two pretty disturbing things are, well, not disturbing, but like, like WTF things about the main character. Like you set up this plot about taking down evil core and this season starts laying the groundwork for like, all of the the stuff that's going to come next. Like in this episode, we get our first mention of the Congo first or second mention of the Congo and like knowing it, it I, I bet at the time it, it seemed very like, okay, that's whatever. Yeah, but now passing. knowing what we know, yeah. like that's a very important conversation. You know, and so there's a lot of important conversations in this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, the Elliot and Angela confrontation on the subway. Well, yeah, I say confrontation, it, but she she says she's going to go turn herself in. You know, she. I love her comment about you know we're a long way from getting high and watching Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, that's that that was that was great. Um, I feel like that's a that's a perfect summation of not just that season, but everything that's happened on the show since season one. Like it is there. We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Yeah, I was thinking what a long, strange trip it's been. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend of ours uh, the other day, and somehow we started talking about the 90s, and he was talking about negative things. And I was like, I just told him, man, the 90s was the greatest decade ever. I went from 11 years old to 21 years old in that decade. That was a great trip. And that's kind of how I feel about about that whole conversation. Like, what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's almost such a good line that it should not be in this season of the show. It should be in the last episode of the show. Yeah, I mean, this is almost... This this would be like a prequel almost, uh, it seems like, to the last two episodes. Like you said, penultimate episode. Because... They could have actually ended the season right here. 
and left us like hanging, seriously hanging. I mean, that's but a, it still would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, it ends on such a good, not good in a positive way, but just like heart grabbing, like shaking your shoulders, kind of the shootout at the diner. It's just, it might be better shot better film, better orchestrated than the shootout from what two or three episodes ago. Yeah. You know, and I, it's a, it's a trope and one that I know people use and can be really done really badly. But the, the, I love the, the idea of leaving the camera stationary and having things happen like, in or around or whatever the camera so that you're hearing things and not like you're a bystander yeah right not necessarily seeing everything like do you remember in preacher when jesse is killing the angels in the hotel room dude that's that that might be one of my favorite things that's happened on preacher (laughs) It's so well shot. And like this is this is that without the like yeah, he's murdering people, but there's a humorous aspect of like they just keep coming back, but their bodies aren't going anywhere, you know? So um like this is that only without the humorous aspect. Like it's just like you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then you like start realizing the implications of what is happening. And you're like, who's dead? And um, like, all you know is that Dom isn't dead. <laughs> so as I was watching this episode, I don't know when you watched it, but I watched it. I've as seen of, it what, like, like six times now. Yeah. Every time we plan to record, I've rewatched the episode and then <laughs> and something then has happened record. and we didn't record. Um, I wasn't sure like where the episode ended up because it's been a while since I watched it. But as it got about halfway through the episode, actually when they took that dude to the hospital, uh, when they took Darlene's beat up friend to the hospital, I was like, this isn't the episode, is it? And like time just creeps by and I'm thinking, this is the episode where they have the shootout at the diner. I'm like, no, I swear it was a lot more intense than that. But that last 20 minutes of this episode gets pretty freaking intense. The last five minutes, like the music starts very low. And I, I say five minutes. It, it's probably not not five minutes, probably less time than that. It feels like forever. But that music starts really, really slow and just keeps building and building and building and until it's just like so overwhelming and just like terrifying almost when you get to the the last part of the episode and those guys pull up and shoot out the diner so you know um well i know we just jumped all the way to the end but i want to jump all the way back to the beginning and well, kind of the beginning. It's actually more like the middle almost. No, it's the beginning. She t- tells the guy, uh, uh, what's her name? Joanna. Uh, yeah, Joanna tells her little driver or whatever he is, her bodyguard, that if he had done what he was supposed to do, they wouldn't have to be there right now. I can't remember where anything got screwed up where... This dude has tried to kill Elliot. I don't think that's what she... I don't think she meant killing Elliot at okay, all. Okay, okay. That was my question. She was means... she trying to get pro- him killed? No, she means protecting Tyrell. Okay. Because that's okay. who he worked for. Remember, that's his driver. No, he, yeah, he, I got it. I got it. I know I feel like a dumbass, but uh, I got it. Yeah, she's saying, no, if you had done your job to begin with and, you know, didn't let my husband just go off somewhere, then we wouldn't I feel like we've had this conversation before. (laughs) Because as soon as you started saying it, I was like, duh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Joanna is, 
intense. Uh, Stephanie Corneliuson, or however you... Oh, I'm, the, pro- I'm sure the, I'm butchering her last name, but she's The so... opener to this episode with that screaming music and her oh, yeah. just... I was like, wow, this is so great. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, and then her... What does she tell Elliot? She whispers in his ear, am I somebody you really want to say no to? <laughs> Like, oh my God, man. She, uh, uh, she She's pretty fantastic. I haven't seen enough stuff with her in it. Yeah, um, she's... I mean, she it's probably my own in episode of Legends, but that's about it that I've seen her in. So... Did I lose you? No, I had to get something to drink. Uh, Telling you this... That popcorn from the movies the other day has just like destroyed my mouth they shouldn't be allowed to make popcorn taste that good <laughs> actually you know what they shouldn't allow is for you to put your own butter on your popcorn <laughs> um, so can I say possible spoilers for no, I, no, it's not spoiler. Saying somebody's been casting something is not a spoiler. She's going to be in Legion this year. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> um, I just man, looked, I, I looked her up on IMDb. If you don't want to know who she's playing, if you know anything about the character of Legion, don't look it up because that's definitely a spoiler. If you would know who it is, if I told you, Um, if you want to know, that's fine. I don't care to say it, but some people would consider knowing that, like, I mean, we already talked about Professor X being in the show, so it would make sense that this person is in the show, too. Oh, my God. That's his mom. Yeah. Oh, God, that's going to be fantastic. So you spoiled it, not me. So I'll and again, I, I don't necessarily think that's a spoiler, but. Some people do. So, I mean, Tim thought that knowing uh, Cassidy was a vampire was a huge spoiler. And I'm like, it's essential to his character. Like, I don't know how. Well, I mean, I think I got that from the the previews, though. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, she was in uh, Legend. She's been in Mr. Robot. She's in the show called Deception, which I've never heard of. Um, Is that the FX TV show? I don't think so. Well, you Maybe. ever go to Den of Geek? While you're... Yeah. Um, I, like, I always like to read his reviews about the episodes that we watch. And I've read them all before. But um, I don't remember reading this one for... He even says season two, episode ten. So, anyways... He said he t- labels it and the like the first thing he says, Mr. Robot has broken me. <laughs> I don't remember reading this before, but that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I don't I should tell the guy's name that writes well this review, I don't know if he's done all of them. I usually don't look at the name, but it's Alec. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm not going to destroy your name like that. Um, Let's go to Denny Geek and look it up. <laughs> but back to the point, she's a fantastic actress and so intense. And knowing she's going to be in the final season of Legion makes me extremely, extremely happy. Um, we should also say we have a premiere date for Preacher, which is August 4th, I believe. Yeah, um, I guess after this year, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do with our podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. The only show left might be, uh, uh, whatchamacallit on stars, American, American God. Gods. <laughs> Please, God, no. Actually, I haven't. This season was shaping up to be good, and I quit watching it. Yeah, we were supposed to talk about it. I guess that. Well, that's kind of why I quit watching it. I was like, well, I don't want to get too far ahead. And then, like, we've already explained that we're a month behind where we... Excuse well, me. Well, the finale Damn. is tonight. 
so of American gods. So Ooh, we just dated the podcast. Now they really know how long we've taken off. Um, if they listen regularly, they already know because they <laughs> spend like a month. So I heard they already quit listening because it's been like a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that. Uh, as long as you don't unsubscribe, you know, when we update, you'll just get new episodes. Uh, yeah. I, see, I'm terrible with that whole knowing how that works because just subscribe. So you can, well, the podcasts out. I listen to are on my Plex and I listen to them through the, uh, through the TV. Yeah. So, and I don't listen to any of our podcasts because I'm on all of them. So, um, yeah, that was another, uh, hiccup was you started another podcast. So, and it's actually going pretty good. So if you guys want to check out, um, our Game of Thrones podcast is called No One, K-N-O-W-O-N-E. Um, it's uh, me and our cousin Elizabeth, who has her moments with Game of Thrones. She she stays on top of that. So I'm actually proud of her. She's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, she knows things. <laughs> she podcasts and she knows things. I want a shirt that says I read comics and I know things. I if we do end uh automatic for the people, you should start another one that just it's called Deadpool Deadpool does things or something like that. And you can just every episode you'd be like, Okay, let me tell you what I did. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that would go. Deadpool um, does things. <laughs> Plus Marvel would slash Disney now would shut me down. Well, um, you just drop, you know, spell it differently. If I was remotely athletic, I'd get a Deadpool outfit and then make a YouTube uh, channel called Deadpool Does Things. It would just be me doing things in the Deadpool outfit. Oh, Justin would have been so great at that, man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I miss him, man. We haven't talked to him in forever. I know, dude. What a funny guy, man. Um. Anyway, back to the the episode. Um. Yeah, it's it is a continual setup for everything that's coming. Um. The I'm I'm honestly stoked to revisit the finale because, like, I remember where it ends, but there's it's, I feel like there's so much of it I do not remember now yeah that's that's kind of where i was with this episode when it's building up to the diner scene and i see it coming right around the corner it feels like it happened so much later (laughs) yeah i was like but i just felt like there was so much more stuff that needed to happen before we got to this moment Uh, and so I, i was gonna ask you about um uh darlene she goes a little over the edge and is like this guy knows me he knows my face and he probably just needs to we just need to let him sit here and bleed to death and then has this sort of change of heart but then insists that they stick around the hospital to make sure he's going to be okay do you what do you think was going to happen we obviously don't won't ever know because of everything that happens after that. But I mean, she had to have some kind of more like sinister intent other than like, well, let's just make sure he's okay. Um, uh, dang, dude, you just made me think about something seriously. Like, do you think that we've seen something out of Darlene that we don't know we've seen? Did yes. somewhere inside she split just not, like Elliot? No, not to not that. Not to the degree of Elliot. I don't think but, she's I think she's way more disturbed. Rewatching this show has made me realize she's way more disturbed than we ever realized. And, and that's not a like condemnation. The dark side in her that Elliot doesn't have. 
it, like Elliot's, Elliot's dark side manifested as Mr. Robot, like an entirely separate person. Hers is part of her. You know, like there is no like separate where she just basically becomes another person. Like, well, she's, I think that, she's yeah, that that's person. a good point. Um, Elliot is able to control his better because of the split that he made. To a degree. Making yeah. two different characters. So he can somewhat control it better by controlling this guy. And what you're saying is Darlene is just that's just what she is. Yeah. She has that evil in her that she might kill you and not even think twice about it. I mean, she's already done it. Do you think the story she tells him is true? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I, I like to think so, but she also comes across as the kind of person that would, you know, although I, she, she's not really trying to get attention there, you know? Yeah, no, definitely not trying to get attention. And again, it makes it sound like I'm condemning her about what she's doing, and I, I'm not. I'm just saying that, you know, they're like it, real life examples. Um, you know, think of somebody you know, like uh, I, we talk, we've talked about her before. Like I could use our sister as an example. How many people have told you about just like, not that she's a good person, but like, oh, you know, positive things about our sister. And you're like, if you only knew, like, you do not know the depths of, like, you think that she's your friend, but really she's just waiting for you to go out of town so she can break into your house and steal all your stuff. Right. We, I mean, we kind of know somebody like that. Um, We're related to somebody like that. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. like you you think you know this person and most people are like that you don't really ever know people but like now in hindsight i'm looking at it and going like she's far more dangerous than we ever thought and i don't know what that's gonna mean going forward in season four you know if she has a redemptive arc or if she like full on goes dark side, you know, like she might be the Anakin. Like we think uh, kind of that I was just about to ask you that that's Anakin, but yeah. Do you think that we might see some kind of Elliot against Darlene and who's fighting for the better good i guess if that's even the right way to put it um darlene at this point in this as of right now i'm not saying past season two but as of right now it's still like no we're our work is not done like we need to keep pushing this forward like she does not see the the terrible side effect that they've created and I don't know if she ever will. That's actually, that, that's, that's what makes her so dangerous is that, and that's where Elliot is different is, and you can hear him telling himself that like, is, is this the future that I've been fighting for? And he's really disturbed about that. And she does not see the effect. I mean, of not everything jump, that they've done. Right. And not to jump ahead to season three, but we know for a fact that he tries to make an effort to reverse everything that they've done. And Darlene would never, ever even consider that. You know, maybe, maybe, I was going to say, maybe Anakin's not a proper comparison. Maybe the Joker is, but I don't know that she's an anarchist because like she is like well let's burn it down and just watch the I flames. mean she is but not I don't think not she's not as crazy as the joker and she has a motive for it the 
thing that makes the Joker so disturbing is that he doesn't there... really have a motive. <laughs> like, it's just doing it to do it. He's a psychopath, you know? If something's driving you to that, like the the death of your father, basically at the hands of this corporation, like, it might not be... Uh, noble but it's at least understandable you know all right um that, that's we didn't even we really did. get into the story yeah i know we could have an hour-long conversation about just like 10 minutes of this episode um i i really want to jump to to price he wasn't in this episode a lot but the scene his main scene with uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry Colby. Yeah, first of all, that guy's like the biggest jerk. <laughs> He's such a douchebag. I mean, the Trump's thing that makes Trump's Price really gonna so do it this great, year. It sucks it, hearing that in this episode. The thing that makes Price so great is exactly what the story that he tells uh, Colby. Oh, it's so good. He's like, am I the, is it the most important, the most powerful, sorry, am I the most powerful person in the room? And it's, to me, I'm sitting there listening to him, knowing that he's basically telling Colby he's an idiot, because the reason I know I am what I am is because, you know, I don't, I don't have to tell myself that every day. And that, what, that's why I'm where I'm at. And you yeah. walk around telling everybody that'll listen how you're the greatest guy in the room. Yep. And he doesn't have, Price doesn't have to say it. He just has to know it. And once he knows it, everybody else in the room knows it. So, and he and says he, in every room except for one, what's the one room? Uh, that 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 was an interesting comment. I was really fascinated by that. Like, wow. I hope you, we get that. Yeah, I was I was just about to ask. Do you think we'll get that answer? Yeah. I, I think is there it, a character bigger than him and uh, White Rose? White Rose. White Rose is definitely bigger than him because white rose pulls his strings and that drives him insane you, you know watching them two do psychological battle with each other is you know we've talked about the whole chess game and you know my favorite chess game anything is anything with Magneto and Professor X. I was playing. just about to say, it's Xavier and Magneto, except they're both Magneto. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you read my mind, because that's exactly what I was about to tell you. It's like watching Magneto play chess with Magneto. <laughs> it's just like, no, no matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's so good, man. Um, We've that one was for you, Spencer. <laughs> we just read each other's mind on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, he won't listen to this. <laughs> uh, he stopped listening to this podcast whenever we started doing a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we throw it up in the Star Wars feed just to mess with him. Yeah, that would be. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, we've talked about how perfect uh, Count Dooku he would be. Um but honestly, if it weren't for his age, uh, just because I know movie studios like, well, we got to go young. Um, he's Dr. Doom, man. Like, he is Dr. Doom. See, I'm not a big Doom and uh, I, well, I, I don't want to be negative. Like, I don't like right. Doom. He's the greatest. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not. I'm just not a Doom enthusiast. Like. Like you are. I don't know the history that you know. So I have no ground to stand on when we talk about that. You know what I mean? That's why I often defer to Magneto. <laughs> I mean, he'd be an all right Magneto, too. So, But we've got our older Magneto. And hell, we got our young Magneto, even though 
they've absolutely wasted Michael Fassbender in those movies. Yeah, but he's so good as Magneto, though. (laughs) But all he did in Apocalypse was just stand around. It was ridiculous. Um, Anyway. uh, I can move buildings! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At least he didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. I hope Dark Phoenix isn't terrible. You you think she's going to kill him? Uh... Maybe. I mean, it doesn't matter. They're rebooting the whole franchise in five That's minutes, what I'm saying. So. You get, uh, all those reshoots. We're about to get off on a tangent real quick. All those reshoots. Do you think any of those had anything to do with them knowing this is the end? I mean, how great would it be if the whole thing ends with her just wiping them out of existence? What if it's like wiping out mutants? That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like somehow she goes back in time and then completely erases them. And she actually re- reboots them into the Marvel Universe. I mean, she could just do that with, with Cerebro, man. She could just crush every mutant on the planet. That's the end. That's exactly what Magneto or... Not Magneto. What's his nuts wanted to do in X Men Two? Yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. Okay, that that's another podcast. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to get past the fact that Michael Christopher was barely in this episode, but he was definitely in this episode. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's, I love uh, this dude, man. Yeah, he's so good. And it, it goes back to like what we were talking about earlier. Like things that start off so small and you don't realize it until much later and you go back and like his first appearance on the show, he's standing in another room talking to somebody and we don't even really hear what he's saying. It's just like he's just over there. He doesn't make a an impression but was he the most powerful person in the room absolutely you might not have known it then you definitely know it now but see there's something about his presence that just tells you that he doesn't have to tell you nobody has to tell you right when he walks into the room it's like he just commands that Mm. and I got to think as an actor, if you can do that and in little parts like he's done it and then even do it even better whenever you're in a whole chunk of the episode, that's got to that's got to be some some good acting chops, man. I mean, not many people can pull that off. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it. I think that's a stage thing too. He's very much a stage actor, so. Well, that's part of what made um, back to X Men, uh, the two that played Professor X and Magneto. That's part of what made them such great. Yeah, you catch you cast thespians, not actors. <laughs> you know, they're from the stage. I mean. God, I can't think of his name. Picard. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Patrick Stewart and... uh, Now tell me Magneto's name. (laughs) Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, like you said, they're thespians. And they, they have that commanding... You know, when they're in the room, those are the guys you want to pay attention to. And... What makes Price so great is you want to pay attention to him, but he's not a good guy, but you still want to pay attention to him. (laughs) It would be like, I don't know, like having a conversation with, uh, I mean, Hitler, I guess. I mean, the guy had to be brilliant, right? I mean, depends on how you define brilliant, you know. Well, he had to be at least pretty smart. And... Well, it's it's about like people call Trump an idiot, and like I do think he's an idiot, but 
on like there's this level where he is brilliant because, because he's the president and y'all voted for him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how did this happen? Like you say he's an idiot, but he's duped all of these people. He's got all of this. And I understand like it is about to some degree the money, but he's not Jeff Bezos. You know, he's not worth $3.6 billion or whatever. It's, it's insane. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So yeah, genius. Yes. There is a, a factor with which he would be classified as a genius. You know, yeah, when you say, to go back to Trump, when you say moron, it's more of a question of like, who's the bigger moron? The moron leading the pack or the morons following the guy leading the pack? I mean, that's how it'd be one quote, right? Who's the bigger fool? The fool or the fool that follows him? Yep. Uh, you know. Is that Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon? Obi-Wan. Oh, that was original Obi-Wan, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, somehow it always comes back to Star Wars. Always. Uh, um... Trying to think of what a what else. Write a Dooku show, sir. give Michael Christopher the part, and and you know what? I might pass out if that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, so, we can move on to another character. I just had to yeah. talk about him, man, because I've got almost like an a man crush on this dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty serious. Um. So, yeah, we, we don't know any more about the upcoming final season than we did the last time we talked. Um, they are still filming, I believe, in New York. I'm hoping, beyond hope, that somehow I'll be able to find my way to somewhere that they are filming when I'm in New York next weekend. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm not... Uh, Elizabeth level fanatic of like getting a car and chase people down or right. whatever. <laughs> like I might try to find where they're going to be filming and uh, you know, if it's nearby, like well, I'm going to just like walk over there or take an Uber over there or whatever and just see, you know, if they are, they are. Uh, I was telling Spencer, uh, I was hanging out with him last night. We were talking about it and he was like, Please let me know if you do that. I was like, oh, okay. He was like, seriously, I'm just going to start tweeting all of them. And so he's like, you have no idea, guys. Like, he, this podcast, like, it's the, was the first Mr. Robot podcast. And this dude was in the hospital and he saw this trailer. And, like, first thing he wanted to talk about was like, have you seen this trailer? Do you know what Mr. Robot is? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty crazy story. But, uh, um, I mean, it's almost one of those unbelievable things, you know, like, how is it possible that we were the first Mr. Robot podcast on iTunes? Because I wound up in a hospital with nothing to watch on television except That's I... on USA and Golden Girls on Lifetime or whatever. So, and I just kept seeing the trailer and I was like, what is Mr. Robot? Like, this trailer is insane. I don't know what it means. It's intriguing, but, like, I gotta know what this is. And So, here's a question for you. So, yeah, at the time, uh, uh, I was trying to do another podcast with... Uh, Yo, you and Tim were going to start Tim. a podcast, and I was like, yeah. yes, do this show, Mr. Robot. And so, Tim here's was my like, question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How far into season one... Before you call me and you're like, hey, man, the first episode, I'm, I'm in this podcast with y'all. I don't care if you like it or not. So. <laughs> the first episode, the minute that first episode dropped online and I watched it would have been like, OK, well, so we're doing this. And I, I think we kicked it around, um, which I should say it's been four years like uh, this year has been four years. Uh, we're coming up on four years of the show. I want to say it started, it started after I got home from the hospital. 
So, well, I know what we did. Like, I think we did like the premiere episode because it came out a month before it ever hit. Yeah. TV. So what we did like the premiere and then we did a couple of in between things. We did hackers with, uh, with Justin. Justin. Yeah. Uh, I think we did a couple of other movies. Some documentaries. We had some documentaries. Um, actually that's, I saw one of my favorite documentaries ever because of this show. Uh, the internet's own boy. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it, it's but I've seen a lot. I've watched a lot of the Ed Snowden stuff and actually didn't mind the movie. I thought he was pretty good as Snowden, but I haven't seen anything that I thought was as great as that documentary. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a, you're talking about what a long, strange trip it's been, but yeah, it's been crazy that, you know, we're coming into, Four years since the podcast started, we're heading into uh, season four. <laughs> wow, what a good name for an episode, Hidden Process. And we just dumped all that behind the scenes stuff right right on top of that. Yep. More Hidden Process. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm, you know, I know, but some people know. might not have heard that. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, four four years of this podcast. It's been crazy. Uh, been plenty of times where I'm like, well, I think I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but the show always manages to to bring me pull back. you back in. Every time I get out, they pull me back in. But yeah, y'all wouldn't have made it into the first episode when it dropped online before I've been like, you're not doing this without me. The show we did do, we barely made it three episodes in without quitting. So, well, it was a terrible show. <laughs> what was it in be- or between? It was just called Between. Yeah. Um, Fenced in was a good name for that because that's how I felt that entire season. <laughs> like I can't get out of this. I've got it. I've committed to it. Now I can't stop. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else about the episode. I'm trying to think. I'm uh, looking. Uh, I know we didn't talk about they put their look. They're finally put what like a bolo out for Cisco. Um, I did love. We didn't really talk about Dom. We can talk about her real quick. Um, her being the smartest cop in New York, I guess. Well, I mean. Well, the thing about all that is, and again, hindsight's twenty twenty. like, she always seems like, and, and not that she's not smart, but part of the reason, like, especially when she's in the room with her boss, that she seems like the smartest person in the room is because he's on the take. Like, he's intentionally trying yeah. to derail this investigation. Yeah, I forget about that. Um, but she does play... The part of, it's like, you know, when you're sitting down with, with your grandma, or we used to, and put together puzzles, and we just walk over there, pick up a piece, and go, oh, that goes right there. I've been looking for that piece for three hours. Dom is that person that yeah. walks into the room, sits down at the table, picks up the piece of the puzzle, and go, oh, that goes right there. And she yeah, just she's, continually does it, dude. Yeah, she's she's so quick and like, uh, and I've said this before, but of all the characters on this show, she is now I think the only one that I'm like she has to make it out alive. Like I do not want to see this character die. I'm okay if Elliot dies. I'm okay if Darlene dies. I'm okay if Angela dies. I'm, I'm definitely okay if. Price or White Rose or if, if anybody dies, I'm okay. If Dom oh, dies, perfect. I'm gonna be furious. <laughs> I got the perfect ending. Okay, you got Elliot, Darlene, and Dom. Darlene has just one goal and almost willing to kill Elliot to get whatever it is accomplished or to get herself out of trouble basically to save her own but almost willing to give up elliot whether she has to kill him or let him get killed 
Elliot, there's no way he kills Darlene, man. No way he could do it. Dom winds up killing Darlene, saving Elliot. Elliot barely makes it out of this thing alive, and Dom's the huge hero. That's the perfect ending. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. So, um, <laughs> it's I can't wait, man. I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked for there's so much stuff ending this year, whether we want it to or not, whether it's getting a proper send off or not. Um, well, and- I got to tell you, this episode definitely, and we got a whole nother season to watch. This episode definitely got me stoked. A, to finish out season three. I almost want to skip American Gods and just go right into season three. I mean, we um, I'm totally fine with that. So. Well, I really want to watch American Gods too, but I'm sure you'll watch it eventually. When you start watching it, I'll watch it with you, if that's what we do. But this has me really excited about the new season and probably more excited about that than I was about going to see Endgame, and we won't mention anything about Endgame except for that right there. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, Endgame is the Endgame for now 11 years, I think, or 12 years or whatever, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're not... There was no build-up. But... um, I, I yeah, just, but you knew the title said it all. It's an end game. Yeah. So when I went to see the movie, I wasn't expecting to come out and be like, I can't wait to see what's next. I fully expected to be, this is the end game we're moving lot, on. For, yeah, for a lot of it, it is. Yeah. No, not not every character is it the end game for, obviously. Uh, I said we weren't going to talk about it. No. <laughs> and we were, well, just... So it's the end of the, let's call it the Infinity Saga for Marvel. Um, Mr. Robot is ending this year. Preacher will come to an end this year. Legion will come to an end this year. Um, so many American gods. <laughs> yeah. So many other shows I've loved and a few shows I've hate loved, like American Gods and Gotham came to an end uh, just a few days ago. Um, uh, a Arrow's fitting, coming to an yeah, end. Arrow will come to an end. Supernatural, uh, technically, Supernatural won't come to an end until 2020, but this will be its final season. Um, uh, technically, Mr. Robot could not end until 2020 because we don't know right. We don't know when it's going to premiere. Um, um, you didn't watch Smilf. They canceled that, but I. I I didn't dig into the article, but I read that uh, Frankie Shaw might have been causing some problems on the set. Um, She might have got a little creator happy. I don't know. I didn't read into it. I fully intend on going back and reading into that. Um, And a show I didn't watch all of, but you I think you're caught up on it. Santa Clarita Diet, that's over with. I binged it. Um, And it had a cliffhanger ending, so that's, that's very disappointing. Um, you know the the Skywalker saga, uh, which has spanned our entire lives. Yeah, plus, that's years. coming to an end. That's coming to an end. Um, hey, dude, let me tell you what. When I went to go see Endgame, they showed that trailer, and that's like a punch in the gut when he says, "A thousand generations live in you now," and it's just like, I mean, I almost just bawled like. Oh my God, I can't believe this is over. (laughs) It's it's crazy that so much of the, the stuff that has become so important to me in the last four years, in the last 20 years. And yeah. And, and my entire life, I mean, Star Wars has been there our entire life. Even uh, the X Men, it, it's you can yeah, pretty much say that's ending the this X-Men, year. Too. Yeah, the X Men. Even film. though it got rebooted to where it is now, they still tied them all together. Yeah, and technically, this is the end of all of that. Yeah, it's 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 a weird, weird feeling, and I know none of that's going away. 
you know, the Marvel movies aren't going away. X-Men movies will make a resurgence with a new cast, new stories, whatever. Um, Give me TV. Sam Esmail will uh, create some... Make better things, probably. Yeah. Um, I, my, my one hope is that, um, uh, uh, I'm blanking on his freaking name. Uh, the, the guy that, no, no, forget JJ Abrams. Um, (laughs) no, 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 uh, Oh God. I hope he does something. Has had meetings with uh, Kevin Feige and with Bob Iger and with Disney in general um, because he kind of worked under the Fox banner. He should um, get together with Sam Esmail. They could do brilliant things. Well, Sam Esmail's with Universal. He just signed that exclusive contract. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember we talked about that. Um, but Noah Hawley hasn't. Um, and... So everybody has been like Kevin Feige and we're going to record a Avengers podcast and we'll put that up and you can hear me talk about Kevin Feige. But everybody has been like Kevin Feige should like move from the MCU stuff over to the X-Men stuff because he loves the X-Men. Uh, he, I mean, he loves the comics, period. But yeah, um, but yeah, he's a super X geek. I know that. Yeah, but like he's so entrenched in doing this. Like, I can see him looking at that and going, "Like, I don't want to start over with a new thing. Like, I'm having fun in in this capacity, so right. I, I don't want to start over." Um, well, there's I, a danger there too. With not everyone can do what Sam Esmail did with season two of Mister Robot. Right. Some people get that writing, directing editing thing and they totally screw it up well what you need is lucky that he's great yeah what you need is a guy who can produce and that's kevin feige right i also think that's noah hawley and i hope i hope and pray it's all speculation and just hope on my part that meetings with disney and meetings with kevin feige are like, hey, do you want to be our guy? Forget Simon Kimberg. We're done with him. <laughs> um, do you want to be our guy for the X? Maybe he can redeem himself a little bit with this movie. But yeah, I agree with you. If uh, Noah that... Hawley is the guy that is taking the, the Kevin Feige role of the X-Men franchise, like if that announcement comes in the next year or two or whatever... I'm going to be so excited. So excited. I, because I, I can agree with you. He gets what they can be. Like, he gets the absurdity of it. He gets the... Just the the kind of otherworldly alienness of it. And the fact that he, he gets that not everything needs to be explained to you. Like just keep, and that's something Kevin Feige had too. Like we don't have to explain everything. Right. Like it just, it isn't necessary. You know, I'm not saying it's like his idea to be like, we don't have to explain where Spider-Man came from, but like he is one of the people that understands we don't have to explain who Spider-Man is. People know who Spider-Man is. Let's just tell a Spider-Man story. You know, Warner brothers, whoever, nobody over there that's in charge of things understands that you do not have to tell us who Batman is. We know who Batman is. (laughs) Just give us a Batman story. You know, we talked about this the other day. We have a bunch of Batman beginnings. And we have a couple of Batman ending stories. Yeah, I don't want to take away from Batman Begins, but you can leave that movie out and just watch the other two movies. And it's like the two greatest Batman movies ever made. I mean, I'm not putting Dark Knight Rises in any category that is the greatest of anything. Um, 
But <laughs> I know it has its problems. The dark you're right. Knight, it's not eighty nine Batman. You're right. The Dark Knight. You can watch the Dark Knight, and there's no need to know any of the other stuff. We suck at wrapping up. Okay, so I want to ask you this: You'll take eighty nine Batman and Batman Returns, and no, you take I hate Batman Returns. Okay, so put them up against the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Which two are are the best? Can I just have 89 Batman and then the Dark Knight? (laughs) (laughs) In a perfect world, yes, you can. I'll take Batman Forever over Batman Returns and the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I'll take, actually, I don't get people's obsession with Batman Returns. To me, when I watch Batman Returns, it's like I'm watching... What Tim Burton has become now being born. Yep. No. Um, but yeah, uh, to wrap it the up. The only thing missing was Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul Rubens was there. That was when Tim Burton was on his Paul Rubens. Oh, trip. yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, go follow us on Twitter at Mr. Robot Podcast. You can email us, mm-hmm. Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, go check out all our other shows, including the new Game of Thrones podcast, No One, over on xwingfiles.com, or just search for us on iTunes. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash automatic for the people. Um, and you can find old episodes that aren't on iTunes on there. I need to go update and add some more of those. I'll do that uh, hopefully this week. Uh, we probably won't record again until I get back from New York. So the next time we record, we'll do the uh, finale. The finale, and then I'll talk about whether or not I got to see any Mr. Robot stuff in New York. So um, yeah, we'll see, like fun. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling